Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand. Happy New Year. Today we are talking about how to maximize your year and hit your goals by planning. Planning to have a successful year despite the year you had, despite it all, right? So I hope you are just as excited as I am for what is going to be a fruitful year for all of us if we believe it to be true. And I really just want to start talking about how we can make it happen. So if you are like, oh my God, yes, I already, you know, had a great January and I'm looking forward to having an amazing February and beyond, then let's go ahead and get this party started. Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand with Tanya Watkins. This podcast was created for professional and creative women in business who are looking to create a personal brand that stands out, package their greatness, and monetize their hustle. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, is a high-ticket monetization coach and brand expert who believes that with smart hustle and savvy marketing strategies, you can become a boldly confident influencer in your market, build a loyal and engaged community, and create much more than a six-figure business. All right, so Happy New Year. I hope you had an amazing time with your family and I hope you've had such an amazing January. But I wanted to um, make my first podcast of the year all about planning and maximizing your year, hitting your goals and really making sure that you are, you have a game plan in place so that you can ease into your goals and just knock them out of the park. So similar to every episode, I have my little list I want to review with you to make sure that we are on the same accord. And so what I would love for you to do is if you can take a notepad down, a piece of paper and a pen, if you can, Um, if not, you definitely want to bookmark this episode that you'll be able to go back to and make sure that you are on track to having this kind of, you know, awareness around planning and maximizing um, for your goals. Okay, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with number one. And I always love to make sure that whenever we're talking about planning and assessing goals and taking a look at what we desire for the future, the best thing we can do to start that process is to take an assessment of the previous year or the previous time frame, right? So the first thing we want to do is say, what did you know, what happened in our previous year. So at the time of this recording, it's 2021 and we're looking back at 2020. So you may not want to look back. Maybe you had, you know, a year that you're just like, okay, glad it's done. But maybe, because a lot of us had amazing years, right? So maybe it was a year for you to like take a look and say, wow, how can I duplicate what happened last year? How can I make so that last year happens again? So take an assessment, what worked? What didn't work, right? What do we sell? What didn't we sell? What do we want to get rid of? What do we want to do more of? What do we want to finally launch? The thing that we've been holding off on forever, I'm trying to tell you right now, 2021 is the year for the things that have been sitting on the shelf, right? The things that you know that you should be launching, but you've just kind of been like, "Mm, not quite sure. I'm telling you right now. Mark my words, this is the year for those things to finally come to fruition for you. That is my prophecy over you right now. Just go with it. So take an assessment. What worked? What didn't work? 
one and two, right? What did we love about 2021 in terms of business building and sales and all the things? What didn't work? And then the third thing is, what are we going to finally launch that we've been holding on to that we know should be the actual thing that we focus on, but we've been kind of, you know, hesitant to do so. So do that, do that first. And then the next thing I want you to do is do a gratitude dump. Now, there's it's easy for us, especially when we're talking to other people about 2020 and what happened and all the things. It's really easy to start to say, oh my God, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then that happened. And then we move away from having conversations that are really fruitful, um, you know, lookbacks. And, and really thinking of the things that happened that went well. It, it, it sometimes becomes harder the more people we talk to about the year. So I want you to be an intentional gratitude dump of the things that you're like, oh, wow, I'm so glad this happened. Oh, I cannot believe and I want more. And yes, please, those things. I want you to come up with at least 10. Like what? Oh, my God. Yes, God. I'm so happy this happened. And I just want more of this. Right. When we're in gratitude, the more often we're in gratitude, the more clarity we get around what we desire, right? Gratitude is not just, oh, thanks, right? Like it's reveling in the amazingness that we experienced, right? And that gives us so much clarity for what we actually want more of, right? What, what we desire. There's two things that provide extreme clarity on your desires. It's the the lack thereof, right? Not having and having, right? And so we either say, ooh, I don't want this. I'm no longer available for this. Uh, or we say, wow, I want more of this. And let me tell you, when it comes to getting more of or having that experience that you desire, the feelings of, wow, yes, more please, allow for things to happen faster than the feelings of, Oh, yikes. I don't, I don't like this. I don't want this. I don't desire more of this. Right. Like, so that's why I always, you know, tell my clients and even anyone who's listening, like, let's stay in the gratitude because that's when the, that's where the magic happens. Okay. So if you can come up with 10, 20, hundred things over the past 12 months that you feel good about, then write them down. Okay. The next is to, and I'm going to grab a calculator for this to figure out your annual salary, and also your business revenue goal for the year. Whew, this is a lot. Ladies, I've spoken to a handful of women over the past week or two, and I would say 50% of these women don't differentiate between their business goal and their annual salary goal. So when they're saying that they want $200,000 for their business or $300,000 for their business, what they're actually saying is I want to earn $200,000, right? So what I've been encouraging them to do is one, talk to their accountant first, but two, come up with, okay, if my business hits whatever goal, what's 35,000, 35% of that? or 45% of that, or 55% of that, right? So for the sake of math, I've been doing um, 35%, or sorry, 45%. So let's say whatever your business brings in, you want 45% of that, right? 
So in order for you, let's just say your revenue goal is $200,000, that means that your business needs to have at least four fifty dollars in revenue, right? They are not the same. They are not the same. And you, you know this, but I'm just like just saying it for everyone who may not be, who may not know. Your salary goal, what you're paying yourself and your business goal are not the same. So when someone says, you know, that they're hitting 20, 30, 40K months in their business, that's not, hopefully that's not what they're paying themselves. Because if your business is bringing in $50,000 a month, I hope and pray that you're not paying yourself $50,000 a month because how is your business going to grow? How are you going to pay your team? How are you going to run ads? How are you going to pay for your software? How are you going to pay for the rent if you have an office? How are you like, right? Like there's, there's so many things that we, you know, don't take into account when we're building out our business goals and having these conversations with ourselves and with our team. So what is it going to take? For you to be able to pay yourself the salary that you desire, right? So let's say it's you want to pay yourself, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars this year. Great, that's awesome. Now we have to take into account what the business goal needs to be. So probably closer to half a million dollars, right, for you to have that. So you can then also pay your team and obviously paying taxes and all the things, right? So I need you to also say with my business goal comes a responsibility to build out aspects of my business so that I can actually hit this goal. So for example, team. If I know that I want to pay myself 200K and that's going to require my business to hit 450K to 500K, right? Then what does my team need to look like for Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4? Okay, what does my tech need to look like? What are some of the things that I need to do to be able to handle the influx of customers and clients? The current softwares that we use, the current onboarding system that we have, the current way that we get contracts signed, payments made, right? Like all of these things, delivering the actual content. Uh, whether it's Voxer versus Slack versus Member Vault, which I love, by the way, versus Teachable, like all these things, right? What am I using um, to provide exceptional service? Also knowing that as my company grows, the service will be just as exceptional, right? And this is going to happen. With business growth, things break, right? Like one of the things that we did internally is, and I try to do this every year, where I look at my tech stack and I'm like, okay, what do I want to get rid of? What do I want to keep? Whatever. And uh, two softwares I got rid of. One was the software that I use to build funnels. Um, and I'm actually, we're in the process of testing a software that we're probably going to sell um, to our clients and to our customers and to our audience. And so little shout out there for our new potential business that we're going to have with the software. But in order for me to know that it'll be a good software for you and your business, we have to test it really and just make sure that we're able to um, get what we need out of it. And if we don't trust it, then we're not going to sell it. So that's one thing is our funnel building software and it's email marketing, it's text messaging. It's awesome. It's so cool. Um, But also our internal communication. And so I, anyone knows me knows that I 
for a very long time was obsessed with Slack. And I used Slack with my clients, with my team, and like the whole nine. And we just moved over to a workplace uh, by Facebook. And I'm in love with it because I know now it seems a little big. It's almost like moving into a, a new office or a house. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of space in here. Like, ugh. and if like workplace feels kind of big for us. We're right now at the moment of this recording, we're a team of four. And so it we know based on the, our growth goals, we're going to need it. And so in this particular instance, I'd rather not wait for Slack to break because it was kind of like we were n- not loving it anyway. And instead of waiting until we actually like, oh my God, frantically needed to move on to something else, we just decided to move on to workplace, right? So you may say there's some things in my business that I know I want to, you know, get rid of because I'm anticipating growth or here are some things that I'm going to be looking to, to make sure that once the time comes, we're ready to jump and move, right? Because with business growth, especially the growth that we're desiring, a lot of the people in my circle, um, it's going to require this kind of eyes and nose and ears to the ground and saying what what's working, what's not working, and always having your finger on the pulse, right? So team, we talked about team, um, tech, what tech do I need? And making sure that the client delivery is on point from this point forward, because as you're growing and scaling, you want to make sure that you understand how to, at every level, give the service that you promised. Okay, so what is the business goal? What is the salary goal? The next is to pick your focus offers. And so if you took your assessment already, then you should know, okay, based on what happened last year, I want to continue selling these. I want to continue to maximize these offers. Um, I want to get rid of these offers. And really the, the cool thing about what most people don't realize is when you have an offer that you've been selling and you continue to sell it, it only gets better with time, right? We use customer feedback to make the program, service, coaching course better, right? So maybe now is a time to say, you know what? I love this rendition of this program, this offer, but I'm ready to give my clients and my team, you know, 2.0, 3.0, whatever rendition you're on. The new year is a great time to take a look and say, and not just arbitrarily, but based on customer feedback, what do I want to do to make this better a better experience for my clients and customers. And so with all the programs that we have at Massive Brand, we have um, questionnaires and surveys and ways woven through every program and offer so that she can readily give feedback anytime she desires so that we can, one, help her quickly. Because we know like the faster I can get to your question to give you an answer, the better results you're going to have, the more likely you're going to want to stay with us, the better you're going to have, the better results your, whoever your, your audience is, is going to have, right? Because you are prepped and primed for success, right? We're here and we're facilitating that growth for you. And it can only help who you're looking to help, right? So it's a win, 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 win across the board. But also that helps our future. So when, when you get feedback, it also helps the future clients that are going to be in the program, right? So we love feedback because we're like, yes, not only do I get to help you, but I get to help the future people, <laughs> the future customers that we're going to have, right? Because it's about all, the whole system. And so if you're doing that as well, you'll, you, you should be taking that information to figure out, okay, is this 
um, information that we have on hand good enough to start fixing, not fixing because it's not broken, but uh, up leveling the offer and the, the service so that your future clients can get the best results, right? So pick your focus offers, what's working, what's not working. We stop selling what's not selling and we sell what's selling, period. We decide, hey, is this a time to make this offer ju- not juicier because we're not adding more to it, but better in terms of what our customer feedback is? And we say, yay, nay. Or you might say, you know what? Great for now, but I do want to take a look at this come Q2, the second quarter or third quarter, and maybe not the fourth quarter, but definitely by the second quarter. If you haven't, if you're not going to do it by Q2, uh, Q3, you know, the start of Q3, then I would hold off until you have more time because Q4 is not really the time where you want to be um, peeling back an offer and like revamping it. Okay. So next is to choose your lead source and sales funnel. And I've been saying, I literally have been saying this for like six years and it's a strategy that we use a lot and it's called dominate and play. Where do I want to dominate? Where do I want to make sure that my content is super fresh, super relevant that I have a system in place to engage with the audience there, that I'm keeping co- content fresh there, and making sure that the people that are that are in my sphere of influence there, that they they hear me, right? That that my um, ideal client is active there, and that she's active on my in that space. And then whatever um, content that I'm creating for that space, I can then turn around. And we do this at Massive Brand a lot, but I can then turn around and then repurpose that content for other platforms, right? Because we know she's everywhere and the the, the businesses that have an omni-channel approach to marketing are the businesses that win. And so, and I've been saying this for years, but, you know, people say, oh, just focus on one platform, focus on one platform and that's it. And then other people are like, just do everything for everywhere. And and there's a simpler way to do it so that you are everywhere, but you really are and truly are being really conscious of that. The one place that you know, oh my God, like if I can hit it here, then uh, we're going to have, we're going to hit our goals, right? All right, next is metrics. This is, this conversation is near and dear to my heart. This conversation around metrics because I, just having a sales management background and managing sales since I was 17, I just l- love the idea that we get to take a look at what we're doing in this way so that we're able to drive results and continuously improve our performance. And so my team and I have been diligently looking at our um just how we run our business and tightening up on every single front. And one of the biggest things that we've been working on is creating scorecards for our, basically our departments and for everyone on the team. And so we just finalized our growth department scorecard and we're working on our client success scorecard. And it's really been a great conversation because we've been able to take a step back and say, here's what we want to see moving forward as it relates to email marketing and to the podcast and to Instagram and all the things. And through this, we know we're going to have extreme growth in our business. We're going to, you know, be able to serve better. And it's just a great way all around to make sure that we're all hands on deck, helping the business grow, aligning to the vision always, and really making sure that we're on mission and on brand with all that we do. And through that, we get to hit our sales goals. We get to hit all the goals 
because we have an awareness of what we're doing, how it's working and how it's not working. And so, you know, this is a heavy conversation and maybe I'll turn this into a podcast itself, just this piece metrics and, and really what to look for and how to, and how to measure it and how to coach for it and providing fast feedback and all those things. But really, if, 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 if you can take anything away from this conversation, just having an awareness of what does good look like based on three things based on one brand awareness what is what does good look like what am i tracking for brand awareness basically traffic right what how am i getting more traffic more traffic more traffic so whatever key performance indicators you want to track and then um how am i getting those to turn to leads so what behaviors are we tracking for that and what um, you know, where are our leads coming from? Obviously, that's so we can make sure that we pick the right lead source. And then <clears throat> clients, what does good look like in terms of getting leads to clients, right? And there's there's so much more. And hey, if you're like, you know what, I need to talk to Tanya about this, go ahead and book a call and we'll have a conversation. But really just making sure that Oh, above all, how are we growing the company? So metrics to improve your performance. And you may already know what you've been doing and kind of like, hmm, I feel like I kind of have an awareness. Now's the time to put some strategy around and to really button it up so that you, listen, I'm telling you right now, this is the year for you, that you are going to have exponential growth and you need to be able to manage it in a way that does not overwhelm you in a way that, again, provides still peace that you're able to, you know, step into more because you've been wanting this, right? This We've planted a lot of seeds, girlfriend, and now it's time to see them flourish and it's time to see the fruits of your labor. And if we're anticipating this kind of growth, and I'm speaking to you who's listening and me as well, like we're, if we're anticipating this kind of growth, we can't go about it haphazardly. We need to make sure that we're, you know, creating space for it and really being aware of how this growth is happening as it's happening in real time. And that's why the metrics are important for you, okay? And lastly is to develop a working org chart. So this is, I've I've been kind of working on this for a few months, um, primarily with my assistant and I just kind of looking at who's doing what, what butts are in what seats, and how do we expect our company to grow and kind of foreseeing who we wanna hire for additional roles moving forward. And, you know, we've actually been operating on the um, EOS system. Gina Wickman is an amazing genius around how to operate a company. And so I will put in the show notes this book, Traction, uh, actually a couple of books that he wrote, but the book Traction is what we, I fell in love with. And I bought one for my team, like, we need to read this so we can operate our business this way. Like we'll say that we're not perfect, but we're moving forward more and more towards operating in this way where we just have every single thing buttoned up. And so one of the things he talks about is having like an accountability chart is what he calls it. But really it's an org chart where we're, we know what um, what roles we need to have based on what are some of the duties that we know are happening or need to happen on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, right? And then also having a, a foreshadowing and a knowing of if my goals are X, Y, and Z, then what should my org chart look like, you know, a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, right? So there's a lot of people that I've spoken to that don't even have an org chart. They're just like, oh, I do it all, or just me and my VA. 
And I, <clears throat> I challenge you to also get rid of the idea that you have a VA. Like you have some or whatever it is you call your assistance. There's so much more than that. And I really want you to take a look at, you know, the three main, um, actually the two that you really want to hone in on, the two main departments that you really want to make sure that you have buttoned up as you're growing your business and really stepping into your seven figure year this year is your growth department, right? Where, how are we going about sales and marketing, right? So your growth department and then your client success department, how am I facilitating the results that I promised? In this department, how am I making sure that I have a way to hear the voice of my customer? What am I doing to, to, to help service them and also move them up the ladder, right? Because it's not just how do I have a customer, how do I get someone to pay me money, but we want to make sure that we have a strategic way, okay, listen to this, a strategic way to get her to say yes again and again. What that does for you is you now increase the lifetime value of your customer and she gets exceptional results. And by because of that, she wants more of them. <laughs> she wants more and more success with you. And it's a win for her because you're a phenomenal at what you do, but it's also a win for you because now you get to serve her at a higher level. Your company gets to grow and you get to you know elongate the time that you spend with her and increase the customer lifetime value, which increases the bottom line. And gets you to be way more profitable because it costs way less to retain a customer than it does to buy a new one. Okay, so yes to, to developing the org chart. I feel like I said a lot on this call. So let's do a quick review. And again, if you have any questions, comments, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Tanya B. Watkins, or you can also go to tanyawatkins.com forward slash map to millions and book a call with myself or my team. All right, so really quickly, we talked about taking an assessment of your previous year, what worked and what didn't work, um, what we want to continue to do more of and what we're no longer available for, and then also doing a gratitude dump, right? Like, here's what I'm working on, um, falling in love with. Here's the process of, oh my God, yes, this happened and it's great and I want more of this, and just really spending time with the 10, 20, 30, 100 things that you that happened that you're absolutely just, oh my God, so thankful for. Um, and then figuring out your annual salary goal and your business goal. Know that they are not the same. Uh, next, you want to pick your focus offers. What are we selling this year and how many spots are we selling to hit this goal? And then picking your lead source and your sales funnel. Understanding the metrics that you want to improve and focus on for the year or for the quarter. Um, and then obviously taking a, an account of are these the right metrics and and having, you know, your finger on the pulse to that so that you know, yes, I'm tracking what I want to track and what's working and, and it's moving the needle and then developing your working org chart so that you know, um, as you're growing and scaling this year, how am I going to build my team and also build your tech, but yes, build your team, um, with this influx in, in clients, in services. All right. And then of course, assess often, assess all of this often, you know, because stay in gratitude often, um, take a look at your business goal often, right? The offers and your lead source and like none of this is set it and forget it. And oftentimes we in business, we're like, yeah, I already did that. And it's like, okay, we'll do it again. Take a look at it again, right? Make sure it's on point. Um, and so with that, I am excited for you. 
I know that this is going to be an amazing year for you. You have been, you know, diligently working towards hitting these numbers. And I just feel like this is the year. I don't know why I keep having this energy, but I know if you're listening to this, then I need you to get excited. I need you to, you know, own the, the success that you're desiring because it's happening. It's literally unfolding right now. So I just want to say congratulations in advance to what's going to be a successful and fruitful year for you. I know you're going to knock it out of the park. And, you know, we would love to help facilitate the growth of your business. And so again, if you're like, oh, I really want to talk to Tanya and her team about how I can create market and then scale my high ticket offer, we'd love for you to hit us up at tanyawalkins.com forward slash map to millions so we can walk you through, um, you know, the best way to go about building out your framework and your service offering so that you can scale quickly. And if you're like, you know what, I, but I, I'm kind of like, I still want to figure out what some of the things are that I have in place, but I'm not quite ready to hop on a call, definitely go to tanyawalkins.com forward slash free training, where we walk you through our map to millions framework, which is what helps us and our clients generate multiple five figure months without having social media burnout. And we're able to work less and earn more. So all of that is in the show notes for you, girl. So go ahead and click the show notes. If you have any questions, DM me at Tanya B. Walkins on Instagram, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to Activate Your Massive Brand Podcast. I so hope you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes as well as I would love for you to leave a review. And for doing that, I'm going to give you a free gift. So go over to tanyawalkins.com forward slash free training. And of course, to stay connected, you can follow me across social media at Tanya B. Watkins and be sure to join our Facebook group, Massive Brand Incubator. Until next time.